Welcome to the Hall of Heroes podcast with your hosts, Jared Bachman Stubbs and Spencer Simpson. I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie? Empire Strikes Back? Jesus, Tony, how old is this guy? I don't know, I didn't carbon date him, he's on the young side. Fuck Batman. You ever tried shawarma? There's a shawarma joint about two blocks from here. I don't know what it is, but I want to try it. Lobo. Oh, it's on. <laughs> Let the good times roll. And welcome everyone back to the Hall of Heroes podcast. I am your host, Jared Bachman Stubbs. And joining me as always is the one and only co-host with the co-most. Spencer Simpson. You know, I wasn't sure about that extra little tagline title, but it's it's kind of growing on me. You definitely yeah. had a big smile when he said it. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I, I was also doing doing like the the mock bow. You know, yeah. Thank you very much. And as you've already heard, his sultry voice, uh, an old friend of both Spencer and mine, uh, new addition to the show, uh, getting some more people on the air for Hall of Heroes. Uh, ladies and gents, meet Travis Grossman. How's it going? Very excited to have you on. Uh, this guy uh, slightly puts me to shame with regards to comic book knowledge. So you guys are it's a in for forth. a treat. Yeah, you guys are in for a treat. Uh, Travis, how was your week been, bud? Oh, it's been pretty good. It's been pretty good. Been working a lot recently. Yeah? The 40-hour weeks. Been, that, uh, that's fun. That's that's a great time. Oh, oh so much. <laughs> so much. <laughs> uh, Besides that, hitting the gym a lot. Yeah, it looked great. great. It's Thank paying you. off. I it haven't seen you in yeah. like a I, year, right? Something like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, you I, look good. Gotta say. I went from a, uh, a twinkish bear to a bearish twink. Nice. <laughs> a twinkish bear to a bearish <laughs> twink. That's, a, that's been the transition. That's the scale. Oh, I love wonder, it. I'm curious. Just like bears the x-axis and y, and y <laughs> is, is the twink. Um, yeah, exactly. I'm going to Google bearish twink just for a second and see what comes up in, in Google images. Just for the fun of it. Yeah? Bearish I'm kind of scared. Me too. I can't oh, okay. The There's this. Oh, it's like... It's yeah. like a, a body chart. Interesting. <laughs> How did you actually do that? I don't That's know. Great. I don't know. It's it's all like this this fitness pyramid like categories with bear being at the top of the pyramid, twink being at the left bottom. I like how you say base. fitness, but it's not fitness. Oh, what is it? What is it? It's what category of gay you are. Oh, I see. Okay, <laughs> that now was I'm grand. Now I'm with you. Okay. I didn't realize see, there was going to be a here, chart to look at. In the fact that I you went a fitness a, chart. Oh, oh, oh my god! I didn't know there was a chart either. Bear is at the top corner. Twink is at the bottom left. Hunk is at the bottom right. In between Twink and Hunk is Twunk. In between Bear and Hunk is Bunk. In between Twink and Bear is Cub. And in between all of those are a combination like Twinkish Bear, Bearish Hunk hunkish twink like you name it it's in here i did i'm amazed happy pride month guys yeah uh, <laughs> but these all look like characters from infinity blade really like this particular Jesus chart they Christ. all they all look like skins from infinity blade they probably are my second favorite mobile game i've ever played infinity blade 2 i think i can agree with that 
that it was that just or such Angry a cool Birds story. Too. I just loved my favorite part was the little side missions in Infinity Blade Two in the castle, putting together the vile armor, which first of all looks awesome and second of all you had to put it together piece by piece with like separate boss battles and once you put them all together and went to this certain place it was like revealed the backstory of the vile armor oh so cool and now i gotta look up a picture of the vile armor <laughs> this is so not an infinity say, blade podcast i'm so i haven't spoken about infinity blade in ages this isn't a game i've ever played and when you say vile armor i immediately go to mega man x which i need uh, to continue playing because i just bought the the collection yeah. Like all eight for Switch. Well, Spencer's looking up his Infinity Blade stuff. I'm going to go oh. second with the slice of life here. Oh, yeah, go for it. Because Spencer has the best parts here. Um, I uh, saw a couple movies. Uh, like I said, on Dubac, I saw um, Toy Story 4 and um, so I was, International. I was in the room for the recording of Dubac. But I couldn't hear his name's Connor. Connor. I couldn't hear Connor because he they were he was on a Discord call. And so when you brought up Toy Story, I something something three and four something, I'm trying to figure it out. And <laughs> yeah, watching you like, try to piece together like, like the missing fourth of the conversation. Yeah, just like what, what movie are they talking about that's a three and a four? Oh wait, Toy Story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Men Men in Black. Oh, um, true that. Yeah, yeah, so that was kind of funny that way. I just realized that. But um Yeah, Toy Story Four was phenomenal. Men in Black International was passable. And then uh yesterday, at the time of this recording at least, I got to see uh, Titanic the musical at The Lamp it's one of my favorite shows uh, knew a couple people who were in the show including our former uh, drama teacher uh, Mr. Slash Dr. Dan Crack who turned in a great performance as Benjamin Guggenheim Good stuff. Mr. So, Guggenheim please upstairs now <laughs> it was really good um, they actually uh, pun intended even though this is really fucked up actually um Pulled the trigger on the Murdoch suicide scene, and they added it. That is a horrible pun. You should be. Ashamed. You're grinning though. You should You're be grinning. It's because it's still good, but it's so bad. <laughs> Michael from across the room <laughs> with a thumbs, thumbs up, up. <laughs> with a crazed wow. look in his eye. I never actually saw that show when you guys were in it. I think I was busy, or that, or I felt really bad because I broke your set. Did you? Uh, I remember that. Uh, I showed up one day to visit you guys during a tech week show, like a rehearsal. Because I, no, yeah, I wasn't going to make it to the show. And my thought process was I'm not in the show. I can tell one of the Macbeth stories yeah. and send it out loud. And that day you guys had rehearsal canceled. I know. One day, it was the day you guys had rehearsal canceled because they couldn't fix the set. And everyone was like freaking out yeah. a week before the show. We're going to have to cancel Titanic the musical because yeah. the boat won't go up. I was telling the story of uh, uh, Ian saying it and myself consecutively saying it. And at some point in that process, it was during Godspell. Oh. And they were like, why do you care so that. much? And you started like the chain reaction of yeah, and they were like, why do you that. Why do you we care? Were, do you, you were in my Mr. Murray English class, weren't you? No, I wasn't. Weren't you? No, we had Kubis. We had Kubis and Duda together. Well, in tenth grade, I had 
Mr. Murray. I had Marker. And we read Macbeth. Same, yeah. During the show. Oh, that's dangerous. And so I was already freaking out. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you read it during the show. Yeah, I think we I were, was finished we with it by then. We were mid-Macbeth when we were like Tech Week and performing God's Bell. We were mid-Macbeth. I just remember like he said it and I sent him out kind of jokingly and then I said it. And then because I was telling somebody that he had said it and I literally went, they went, why did you run out of the room? Oh, because he said Macbeth. Uh, and so I, and then I went out after him and they're like why do you care so much you're not a superstitious guy and I'm like we're crucifying a kid tonight I gotta be you care uh, <laughs> that kid was me yeah, last week I don't know you didn't say you didn't listen to like the most recent episode yet yeah. he and I were talking about the gods for hygiene will be undressed and him tripping up the stairs <laughs> both of which were caught on the Saturday night record Good. Record. So glad. <laughs> Record? The video. Yeah, there you go. No, dude, yeah. that'll be, once we have a pay, Patreon for uh, the oh, Dewback Network, <laughs> like, at the $10 tier, tier you yeah. get to watch the Godspell recording where Spencer says, oh, your house will be good. undressed, and Jared <laughs> falls face first <laughs> up the fucking stairs. Dude, that is I love it. nuts. I love it. I was saying that before, like, the thing that makes me falling so funny is I go, yeah, Everyone, get on your feet! Funk. <laughs> <laughs> Too good. Anyway. Um, Spencer, how was your week? Um, yeah, I had a great week. So my family went on a 363-mile bike trip uh, across New York State along the Erie Canal from Buffalo to Albany. Fun times had by about half of us. The other half have debilitating injuries. My mom... Uh, rolled her ankle. My dad broke his arm. My sister has a mild concussion. Um, yeah, so... You didn't tell, wait, which sister? Which, Haley. Haley has a concussion. It all happened on the first day. You didn't I, tell oh me that Haley got hit, hit her dad, head. Dad severely fractured his you arm. you can read and talk at the same dad time. Dad severely fractured review. his arm four miles into the trip. After... I don't, I don't get it. We'll have to figure this that, out. No, that's the, the guy who did Hereditary in the Midsummer. Uh, like, uh, oh, July 3rd, baby. Yikes. Anyway, dad broke his arm four miles into the trip. About 15 miles later, Haley was thrown an apple core while riding her bike, threw off her balance, ate it, scraped up her left elbow, like all like halfway up her arm, and hit her head off the ground. Luckily, she was wearing a helmet, so the damage wasn't so much, you know, external. It wasn't a flesh wound so much it, as yeah. it was just like the physics yeah, of having your her, brain rock. Yeah, her brain is some somewhere, you know, between its usual gray matter state and scrambled egg at the moment. And like she couldn't somewhere ride, between. she couldn't ride because like the visual simulation was, was too causing much. belly yeah. aches and headaches and stuff like that. But anyway. I emerged with only a mild scraping of the knuckles. You can still sort of see the scabs there, but, um, but yeah, my dad. The if you if you have not yet listened to the latest Dubak discussion episode sixty four to hear the stories about my dad breaking his arm and how I thought he had brain damage from the accident, but a fun little tidbit, I guess. Otherwise, we were in. Rome, New York. That's the one. We stopped in Rome for the night, which happens to be the site of Fort Stanwix, 
which is a which was a fort built in the French and Indian War period as a result of the Ohio Valley crisis, which Fort Ligonier, ha, shameless plug, my place of employment <laughs> was involved in, and it was a direct result of that stuff going on. Can we finally cease to talk about shoes New at York. some point? We just did. <laughs> we just did. Come get shoes, everybody. Anyway. Yeah, sorry, that wasn't the point. Just happened to be like I was riding in and, and Reagan was like, Spencer, look at that fort. And I just saw a church on my left. And I was like, Yeah, that church does kind of look like a fort. She's like, No, the fort. And I look in front of me and I'm like, Oh my gosh, there's a fort. But anyway. Um it was that night. All of the injured people and the old people were staying in a hotel. We ate at the Denny's that was right next to it. It was great. Fun time had by all. Would you eat? I had the lumberjack slam, which was like eggs, bacon, sausage, hash brown, toast, and pancakes. Oh god, that sounds so good. It was fabu. No regrets, except whenever I saw my cousin David's burger. I was really hoping which he'd hit up he another get? burger or another Denny's. I don't know. Is it, he, it's something with bacon on it. That just makes a bacon sriracha. So that's all it needs. Oh, dude, that no, that, that's my go-to. That. I really hope, again, that was a whisper. I could hear it through the headphones. I hope everybody at home <laughs> hears the faint whisper of Michael Dolan go, Bacon Sriracha. <laughs> it was, no, because like the Blaster Fire burger they did for Solo. It was hot, but it, it was wasn't so that delicious. Hot. I, I, because like once I realized they did like a new version of a spicy burger, I was in uh, heaven. But yeah, I'm glad you had, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But, um, so that night, while all the, the people on the injured reserve and the, the people who were going to stay in a hotel anyway, they were all at a hotel at the Quality Inn. And then it was myself, my sister Reagan, my cousin Cameron, and my dad's cousin Susie and David. The five of us drove to the campsite on this really gorgeous lake. Delta Lake near Rome. If you're ever in the area, check it out. It's really gorgeous. But we got to this campsite and there were mosquitoes everywhere. Like if you reach down to smack one on your leg, there would be one on your arm. Like you could keep yourself entertained for like the whole evening, just like swatting at your legs whenever you felt one. So we like were the being, in the SpongeBob movie. No, we were men. being eaten alive, <laughs> dude. And we set up the tent. I started a fire because David was like, hey, maybe if we start a fire, the smoke will scare them off. We tried to light citronella candles. None of them would stay lit. I tried to get this fire lit, but we had nothing but like wet leaves and logs. And so I found like a couple tiny little sticks and a cardboard, like just a tiny little cardboard thing. I was like, we're going to make this work. I lit the end of the cardboard reached into the car, grabbed the aerosol sunscreen, and we did that for about 10 minutes until the logs got lit. So you just shot fireballs and mosquitoes. But no, not at the mosquitoes. I'm trying to get the fire itself lit. But in the meantime, <laughs> I mean, we had we had forgotten the key to the car top carrier to get the rest of the camping stuff out. So Susie drove back to the hotel. In the meantime, the four of us are trying to survive... We call Susie. We're like, Susie, we can't stay here. Like, I am a man's outdoor man, and I cannot stay here. You are a woman's outdoor camp counselor woman, and you you need to get me the fuck it. out of here. Like, we can't. I'm, like, I'm thinking of like the Fellowship of the Ring when 
when Boromir is just like, we cannot stay here. This will be the death of the hobbits. That was me in my brain. I was like, <laughs> we can't stay here. So we were hiding in the car at this point, air conditioning up, swatting at the bugs that were hide- like huddling around the lights in the car. We call Susie. We say, anywhere but here. Anywhere but here. We hatched this like terrifying, maniacal plan to pack up camp and get a hotel room at the same freaking hotel as the others. Yeah. But try to keep it a secret that we bailed on the campsite because pride and because reputation is on the line. <laughs> so we hatched a plan. I was it's good like, thing no one in your family listens to this show. I was no, they know. <laughs> Spoilers. I felt like a platoon commander sitting in the car. I was like, okay, you two. Get on that fly. Fold it up as quick as you can, then start on the tent stakes. Like we need to like we disassembled this like eight person tent in three minutes from a completely erected and staked in to in the bag zipped up. <laughs> it was crazy. But Susie got there. We finished packing up. We're we think we're sneaky, but we're really not all that sneaky. We get the hotel room, which is like in the same inner there's there's like this the little space in the middle of the hotel with the pool and like a little walk area. And we are on the other side of that space from the rooms my relatives are staying in. But Susie and David's brother, Jim was arriving late to the party and he was going to be driving his car in late and sleeping in the hotel rooms that they already had while the five of us were in this other room so we were like trying to come up with this elaborate cover story and never explicitly say we left the campsite, but also not lie. So you'd be like, so how was your night at camping? And he's like, mosquitoes everywhere. Don't want to talk about it. Or like, so how was the tent? Oh, there's no problem. We got it up pretty quick. You know, like, yeah, avoiding the truth, but not lying at the same time. Lying by omission. <laughs> I love it. But Uncle Don got up early in the morning to go for a walk and he was like, oh, hey, they're already here. And then grandma got up and like started moving stuff to the cars. And so we were we had the plan to like get out and go to Dunkin Donuts for breakfast, which was on the way to the hotel from the campsite anyway. And then like pass it off like, you know, Susie was texting. Yeah, we plan to arrive around nine o'clock, nine thirty ish. So we were going to wake up at like seven, go to Duncan for like an hour and a half and then roll in right on schedule. Little did we know that my grandma and her brother were both going to be up and about at like six. So the whole thing was, you know, and, and we tried to deflect the questions. But Haley kept being like, where did you sleep last night? And it's really difficult to like dodge that kind of a question. But anyway, super I long. slept in, yeah. in New York State. And <laughs> along this trail, and along this trail that we Rome, were on, New York. If, <laughs> in Rome, New York. When we have Bricker on the show, that is a definite when. When uh, we need to tell you guys the spiritual journey we took. Um, Keeney, what is this me and Keeney? I don't think this is me and Keeney. No, this is our first adventure down the Cino Canal. Which is the canal that runs along the Potomac River. It splits West Virginia and Maryland. And for whatever reason this year, it was just like the densest amount of mosquitoes you could like you could see anywhere. Where it like, two, you couldn't see two feet in front of your face. Hmm. That bad. 
and it was a journey. We 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 emerged changed. <laughs> never forever the change never sang. But anyway, that was a really that was a, a little anecdote of the of the camping experience. But yeah, no, but I love it. It was a fun time. I, I put up some, I made little vlog segments that I put on my Instagram. That should be your public Instagram. Like, for, like, people who are, like, fans of the shows to, like, follow. Like, I feel like people who listen to this show who like you as, a, as like, a public figure would enjoy this shit out of your mini vlogs during the bike I, trip. I'm too self-conscious about developing an ego to even enjoy hearing the words public figure and my name in the same <laughs> sentence. Because it's, like... It's like no, no offense to anyone out there, but like if I see public figure next to anyone's name, I automatically know that you're not a celebrity, but you want to be one. Because like if you are a celebrity, you don't need public figure because people know who you are. Well, I will say this much as somebody who does have that setting on on their Instagram. You do get to see the analytics for your own page. So, like, doing do-back stuff, it's convenient to have that in your pocket. To be able to see what your posts, like, what, how many people are actually seeing your posts, if they're being shared, if they're being bookmarked. So, that actually does have its benefits. Oh, I didn't know it came it, with, it, like, statistical benefits. Yeah, it, yeah, it comes with stuff like that. And, like, I have mine set to, like, that, like, public figure radio host. Is like mine. So it's like gotcha. I am a podcast host and this is my outreach and whatnot. So that makes sense. There are a lot of people who just turn that on just as they're curious as to like what's actually going on behind the scenes. Yeah. And people who just do it for sheer vanity just to be like, what the hell? Like, I want to I want to peek behind the curtain a little bit. But no, I just I did mine I out of utility. Like I try to post things that people will consume and maybe enjoy. But for the most part, it's like, hey, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, that's okay. So I don't, you know, I don't really care to dive into this statistical who yeah. actually likes what I post. Yeah, but anyway. That's fair. No, you're, totally. Let's talk about actual comic books. I know. This is, Why would we, though? This is going to be the death the of, these, of these shows is having these really we big groups. And, and like we we're not in, it's terrible. It, the more people we add, the more sidebars go yet. happen. And we are twenty minutes into the show. We're actually twenty minutes in. Twenty one. Good lord. Oh Jesus Christ! I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. Um. If you enjoyed just listening to things about our lives, then you probably enjoyed the show though this far. But if you're looking for like the TLDR, we really apologize. Yeah. You know. You know to hop around this show to get to the actual news. Um, actually, wait a minute, real quick, just, uh, updated numbers from TJ I wanted to mention earlier. Thank you to the 743 of you who listen every week. Thank you. We love you Thank you. Thank you. Number, boys. I yeah. know. I know. I was actually surprised and I think I impressed my dad. He was like, oh yeah, well, who actually listens to this podcast of yours anyway? And I'm like, well, like hundreds of people. Oh, yeah. well, well, well. Really? You have yeah. an exact figure of 743 <laughs> listens per we episode. 700 people. One of those is going to start being me now. Probably regularly. Yeah? Because I dig it. Thank no, you. I'm proud of you boys. Thank you. I love you very much. This happened completely by accident. I'm proud of you boys. I, I accidentally ended up in a podcast network. And I, I said that I to so many people remember, who go, of course you did. I remember <laughs> you read a, like a little fire at my house. 
us and the boys, and you were like, yeah, uh, I got reached out to by this group that I really like at Steel City Con. They're going to have me on their podcast. And I was like, oh, dude, that's sweet. I'm so happy. And now <laughs> here we are. Yeah, Dubak's clocking in at like a little over 1500 per week. So uh, Dubak is still the reigning champ, although Goran Moore is getting within striking distance. So like we need to have yeah, like... Yeah, I did see that. We need to have... Um, like you and McGregor come on and boost our numbers there real quick. Um, just, just real quick. Just, just, just real just, quick. If Obi Wan Kenobi could come on our Star Wars show, um, no let's idea. let's actually hop into yeah. some news so here. So comic let's book news. Uh, uh, Travis and I could probably fight each other as to who the bigger Spider Man fan is, but I'm, I'm going to concede to you on this one. Okay, I'm going to pull rank on this one. Um, so JJ Abrams and his son are. Henry. Henry, yes, Henry Abrams, who I don't know if either of you watched the video announcing this or not. Watch it, or maybe pull it up and try to pull it up in your computer. Henry Abrams is just his father, but smaller. Like they have the same exact voice and mannerisms. It's kind of terrifying. Does Henry have the same affinity for lens flares? We'll see. Uh, <laughs> it would, again, the, the, none of you are seeing. Uh, welcome to the do-back hell that is me having to tell you what Michael Doling's doing since you can't see him. <laughs> Sitting in the corner reading a book who upon saying... Um, Here's a side-by-side. Yeah, side. Oh my god. Yeah, it, it's him but oh smaller. Oh my god. <laughs> Come here, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is getting out of hand. No, they're not the two of them. Um, no, but like Michael's like, I said like he's the same but smaller. And Mike's like trying to like pantomime the big Keanu Reeves, little Keanu Reeves meme from across the room. He, he, he goes, big is tall. I think you're in kindergarten and the teacher asked for the strongest boy. <laughs> so, anyway. Yes. Um, no, they announced that they're going to be uh, writing a limited uh, Spider-Man series, which is really exciting. Um, obviously, uh, two out of the three people on this show right now are Star Wars podcasters, and we are big fans of J.J. Abrams because of it. Make that three out of three. Yeah, three out I'm of three. A, I'm not a Star Wars yeah. podcaster, but... but uh, of course, you're JJ. always welcome on Dubai Discussion. Of course. But, um, yeah, uh, very excited for this as a Spider-Man stan and a J.J. Abrams fanboy. This excites me very much. I'm looking forward to seeing him and Henry flex their uh, muscles in the realm of comic books and uh, knowing JJ's affinity for um, telling stories that already have a built-in mythos. I think we're looking at something really fun. This story is also going to be introducing a brand new villain. Uh, Let me try to find it here. Um... So I may not be able to find the name, but there is uh, a new villain being Cadaverous. Cadaverous, thank you. Yeah, so this will be introducing a brand new villain named Cadaverous. Thank you, uh, Travis, into the Spider-Man Rogues Gallery. So I'm very excited for this. I'm going to be reading it, and I am going to be reviewing it as well. Of course. Um. So, yeah, all the hype for this. I haven't been this excited for a Spider-Man story since, like, the OG Spider-Verse comic book story. Um. So, nothing but hype for this, and I'm always happy for a new Spider-Man story. Yeah, this is pretty exciting. I'm interested to see if they had any influence on the art, and like, um, 
Well, that here's can... a here's in the Q and A. What was it like seeing the artwork come in? JJ said, "I would equate the experience a bit like working on a movie. You have an idea for what Maz Kanata's castle will look like. Uh, it's theory for months and months, and then you go through phases and design. Then one day you walk on the set and you're standing there. You might not be shooting, but you're just standing on the set." And to get Sarah's artwork, the black and white early renderings, to get those, it's weird because you're suddenly looking at a brilliant artist's interpretation of work that you've been talking about for a while. So, yeah, it does seem like like they did have some some say in the artistic rendering of the character and the, you know, the concept, you could yeah. say. So what you're saying is I, I can expect at least one lens flare panel per issue. Well, look at this. Look at oh, yeah. his eyes. Yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> I do really like this. Cover. Even in the, in, the, in the first stinking cover of the first stinking issue, Cadaverous's eyes are already lens flaring. Yeah, I mean, yes. I think I made that joke about Force Awakens. There was only one, one really? very, very was, subtle lens was, flare. Was that like the... It was whenever Starkiller base was yeah. firing and like yeah. you see it reflecting off of like the chrome in Kylo Ren's helmet. Which I was like it was a very subtle network. one. It was. Force Awakens. Yes, Michael. Oh, oh, he's talking like whenever he stops the the, the blaster, blaster midair, there's a lens flare there as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, Mike Dolan. God, I really. This needs to become a visual show really it soon. It sorry. This either, needs to be a YouTube show. Just for shit. Like Mike still has to be off silent. camera. <laughs> he has to be silent. He can be on camera, but he has to be completely silent honestly, the whole time. Honestly, Mike has a lot of insightful things to say, but they're all completely washed. You know, compared to the fact that he pantomimes each and every one of them. <laughs> Like he's a smart guy, he knows what he's talking about. But you'd think he's a he, you'd think he's the village idiot. If you, if, you, if, you, if you could see what we're watching here. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh man! But yeah, that is uh, so. Yeah, this new Spider-Man series. Yeah. Travis, why don't you take the second article there? Oh boy, I'm actually really excited about this. I'm, I hadn't seen this till you sent it to me. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. This is pretty pretty hype. So, uh, Joker officially, the Joker movie starring Joaquin Phoenix officially is rated R, uh, from a article on Collider by Adam Jitwood. I think I said his name right. Yep. I hope, uh, talks about getting the official rating from Warner brothers. They, or no, from the director, uh, Phillips said that it will be an R rating, uh, in the vein of Taxi Driver, which is that exciting? That, that sentence is like Taxi Driver, but it's the Joker. Like, <laughs> please. Uh, they also talk about in here um, that hopefully this will, if this is a success, it'll show them that these like kind of one-off stories that aren't connected to a universe can work. Yeah, and I want that. I really want that. Yeah, I would like things to be connected, but it looks like Warner Brothers needs to do baby steps. So yeah, they have to take their time. If we've learned anything from the last fifteen years of comic books made into movies, well, ten really, it's that you know Marvel has what it takes. It's got enough interconnectivity, but individuality at the same time to make everything tie in someplace else without it seeming really out of place or really strained but we have not 
Sorry, DC. DC blows they, its load within three movies and yeah, it's done. Because they felt like they had to catch up. I would have been fine taking it slow and doing it Marvel style. Yeah. Like, I was ready for, instead of uh, Batman v Superman, to get uh, Man of Tomorrow. Oh. Right? And then maybe have some a Batman movie, a Wonder Woman movie, some Justice League stuff, and then Last Son of Krypton. Well, my thing like, with Batman v Superman is when they originally announced it, it was supposed to be Batman Superman World's Finest. Yeah, they never actually gave it a title, did they? No, they, they said it was Batman Superman World's Finest. And then it like slowly became, became Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice and became this like dark knight return like loose adaptation yeah, of dark knight yeah. returns so you know let them work on their world building and stuff like that i guess but i you know it it's I, cool i mean i mean but when you think about it a lot of the like super popular dc i mean comics in general but dc stories are the one-off elseworld stories that don't interconnect like all-star superman and dark knight returns yeah and killing joke like these things that stand on their own as a testament to good storytelling that don't need to interconnect to be good. You know? Yeah, absolutely right. Um, we also got this uh, screenshot from the movie of uh, Joaquin Phoenix putting on the Joker makeup. Uh, it was an Instagram post by Todd Phillips uh, saying, with the caption of, finishing touches. Uh, so it sounds like they are finishing up editing. Uh, and we might be getting a new uh, trailer at some point soon. Um, we do have San Diego Comic-Con coming up. They did, as we said before, uh, Warner Brothers is not going to have a big Hall H panel, but they could still very well release a trailer during Comic-Con. Right. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised by that. But, uh, yeah, the, the description of Taxi Driver-esque really excites me. Um so yeah, uh, Joker is confirmed to be hard R rating, plus, and plus it just means that he can have harder kills. Which yeah, is always appreciated. Yeah, yeah, totally, and that's the thing is I'm like more creative. You know, I'm I'm a very strong advocate for like the institution of do not go out of your way to show me how R rated your movie is. Like, make your movie as you want to make it, and let its rating happen as it happens. Um. I feel like movies that go out of its way for an R rating a lot of the time are kind of like they feel immature. Like yeah. it's just like, ooh, look at me, look, I'm saying the F word and look, ooh, there's boobies and no look, I, I shot this guy in the face eight times. You know, like it goes so hard out of its way to be I think of like twenty one jump street kind of movies. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, I mean, 21 Jump Street's like funny, really but like yeah. cater to that yeah. really raunchy humor. It's, it's when it's yeah. meant to be like a serious movie. That exactly yeah. out of its way i'm just like for instance like it didn't get an r rating but like the moment in dark phoenix when scott just says the f word and we're like why <laughs> did Wait, you see dark you, phoenix i just said this I didn't why want to spend my money watching okay it. so we did we hate it man i'm so glad we have an opportunity to shit on dark phoenix one last time <laughs> just for just three minutes because we, we have a guest because we have a guest Go okay, it. wait. Tell me when to start. Okay, ready. I'm gonna I'm gonna time this for real. We don't have we don't have time to to rehash all our beefs. Ready. 
Go. Okay, so the X-Men get divided and it ends up being Magneto and Beast and some of uh, Magneto's people from this shanty town that they turned into Genosha. Because, like, Genosha's just a dump now, apparently. And they're all trying to kill uh, Gene and um, Charles and Cyclops and Nightcrawler and Storm are trying to beat Magneto's crew to Phoenix. And... They kind of like there's like a line in the sand Mexican standoff type thing where Magneto's like, yeah, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to kill her. And I can't remember the kid's name who plays Cyclops, but he comes out of nowhere and like really loudly, really abruptly goes, if you hurt her, I'm going to fucking kill you. And he's like just screams. It. And I was like loudly laughing in the theater. It was so edgy for no reason. I love it. It's just bad. It's like that kind of... That's exactly it. I'm going to fucking kill you. It's like, okay, Scott. It's like that kind of addition. Yeah. Please. Please, why? Yeah, listen to the Dark Phoenix review. I I saw a couple things where that almost happened in Endgame. Oh. I'm glad it didn't. Thank heaven. Tony was supposed to tell Thanos to fuck fuck off, right? Yeah. Like they're like the whole like he you know I am inevitable and Tony was just supposed to go fuck off and like snap <laughs> yeah, him away. That's what it was gonna be. Like there's a part of me that wants to see like that version of the yeah. movie with that scene. We have another article. Yeah, we do. Later in the show, we'll next, table this. Next, we're gonna table it. No, it's not next. <laughs> yeah, it is. I think it is. Yeah. Are you sure about that? I'm gonna give you a solid eighty-five percent. Oh, it's because it's be- I go off of like the tabs oh, of the articles, and we can't pull this one up. So yes. Oh right, yeah. What an excellent segue into our next uh, article, which I can't read, but the concept is there. Um, Disney has decided in the ultimate ul- in the ultimate act of dick measuring, <laughs> and in the with ultimate an, with a property of that it owns. Itself, in the is it <laughs> Disney is eager to outdo itself and finally exceed the avatar grossing threshold sorry no pun no oh you're good um but (laughs) disney wants endgame to make more money than avatar so bad (laughs) that they are re-releasing the movie a week before spider-man homecoming homecoming comes out far from home rather yeah thank you a week before Far From Home comes out, they're going to re-release this movie with deleted scenes, presumably um, additional Additional scenes. They said there, there um, will be additional footage. A, and then I think the for the verbiage they use is there will be additional footage. So there will be mo- scenes that are stitched back into the movie. And a deleted scene in the post-credits. And a, and a tribute to Stanley. Right. Wait, the 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 deleted scene is in, in the, the post credits. There's supposed to be like a specific deleted scene that's in the post credits. Everything I've seen has like phrased it differently, so yeah. it's like really that's, unclear as to what all is supposed to I be see. in it. Yeah. But um, we're getting Jared and, and I yeah. are speculating that the deleted scene is the one we talked about on air at some point. I think with. The gal from Thirteen Reasons Why. Yeah, it was a week playing, after our Endgame review. Playing yeah. the teenage Morgan Stark in the and Soul post Stone, snap yeah. when Tony gets his little time in the the water floored orange lit pagoda place. 
you know, um, or whatever the it pagoda of the soul, uh, right? The, the, the soul meme realm, yeah. The literal. <laughs> what did it cause? Um, <laughs> but we speculate that the scene that was supposed to be in the movie with that gal, I'm blanking on her name. Right yeah, now, I can't remember her name. Whoever plays Hannah Baker, yeah. In Thirteen Reasons Why, as teenage Morgan, that just kind of has this moment right after the snap to be like, "It's okay, Dad. I believe in you, and I'm proud of you, even though you're not around." anymore just like designed to destroy you yeah like and by you i mean us you know yeah yeah (laughs) designed to destroy us in our hearts and in our souls but all this can come back who knows maybe in the the ending sequence of the re-release they'll add the 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 f off line from from rdj <laughs> who knows I, I personally would doubt that they're yeah, gonna do I it i mean they they struggled to get him back in to get, give the i am iron man line yeah as they did that as reshoots yeah yeah because like the editor their main editor was like what if he just said i am iron man and the russo brothers were like get the fucking cameras yeah <laughs> <laughs> call get robert the, now get the camera <laughs> that's funny so yeah, we have that to look forward to a week before Far From Home comes out. We never saw it. By the time I was home, by the time I was like boots on the ground Endgame in the trailer, we never got to see Endgame together. So we're going to see this freaking re-release yeah. together. Yeah. It looks like we have to. <laughs> yeah, because... We'll do like a mini, mini episode. That'll be the be discussion like, yeah. topic, because we already yeah. did our full-length review. Plus, like, literally I like three out full. Yeah, you, you could yeah. watch Endgame. In know, the it's almost like a mini audio us. commentary. It's yeah. <laughs> not even exclusive to you guys. Every review was like at least 45 minutes. At least. Ours was two Ours hours was, and yeah, 17 like minutes. Almost, almost <laughs> the actual length of the film. But We're a trailer reel short of actually like meeting Endgame's Right, so that'll time. be our mission because we never got to see that together. Hell yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Finally, Travis, any closing thoughts on the Endgame re-release? I mean, like, it's funny we finally have movies with DLC. Yeah. That's, that's a funny way of putting it. But that's not going to stop me from seeing it for a fourth time. No, yeah, this will be my sixth. I... The like the, Avengers Endgame New Game Plus. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I went, I went one more time after seeing it with you, Jay. Yeah, and then that was that was the last time, and I not gonna lie, I wanted to see it a fourth time, <laughs> but this just gives me a reason. Right. Just and, you, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, you're good. Uh, just to like, I'm curious what they could add in because I feel like they used. Every minute they that, said yeah. there was not much left on the cutting room floor. Yeah, there couldn't have been. Like which, as, aside from teenage Morgan, which I don't know if one yeah. one whole scene they deleted yeah. from the movie. One meaningful scene, like who right. knows? Like oh. there could be like extra time where it's like you know extra shots of Thor. Yeah, you're, you're yeah. Shit like that. We're like, oh extra hey, it's. Jokes. Yeah, it's like Thor being a fat drunkard for an extra if, 30 seconds. Or right. like, If I could hear someone call him the Thorbalski, I'd be happy. I'd like that too. Or like, you know, Professor <laughs> Hulk being line. like a cringy dad or oh, whatever, right. you know, like <clears throat> something minute like that. Like a couple extra yeah. seconds of, you know, hey, dab! Like, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, oh, God. Listen to your mom. Yeah. <laughs> so. So take the goddamn phone. <laughs> I am I am curious though if they're going to release this cut as its own 
DVD. Release the Russo cut. Release the Russo cut. Release man, the can Russo you think of like how salty like Snyder cut people like, are? Come on, man. The, like the the universally loved comic book movie that like very 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 few people had a problem with. It's say. like we're gonna re-release it with extra footage. Like this is like the pipe dream that the Snyder, the Snyder cut people yeah. have had, and they're just doing it out of spite for their yeah. own material. Yeah, Disney. Yeah. <laughs> but I can't help but wonder if they'll do like a. And Avengers just, Endgame and then like an, an Avengers Endgame like an extended director's cut, cut yeah. director's cut It'll probably just or be included. if I'm I'm wondering if they can do this part of me thinks no that it would be like really choppy but I wonder if they'd be able to on a disc like do a toggle thing where you just buy it you just buy Avengers Endgame and then it comes with the option for because if it's just tiny little snippets can they just like can they just like yeah i mean activate extended cut mode yeah you would on have, the yeah, yeah there's, there's dvds where you can, you can like, like pick which whoop. version of it yeah. you want to watch yeah okay like okay. it's like regular cut extended cut director's notes but but is that like it just jumps to a different part of the movie and they play the entire cut or is it they are actively jumping to a different part of the disc to play just that little bit and then jumping no back. i mean no no it'd be like when how whenever we watch the infinity war audio commentary version like it's just the same movie they just but put just, a different layer on it yeah, yeah they just okay. added a different layer so like it would be like it would be again the same movie with like a couple scenes added here and okay there. that'd be cool that'd yeah. be cool if, if if the standard copy was yeah and here's now some, what here's i would like stuff. personally if the scene with morgan isn't <clears throat> added into the movie where it should be chronologically and it's literally like there isn't any extra footage but the Morgan scene, and it's just like boom, Avengers Endgame. Wait till the end of the credits. You hear the him hitting mm-hmm. the anvil, and then it's the tribute to Stan, and then the scene. Presumably, with, you know what we are predicting will be mm. the scene with Morgan Stark. Um, is that like the director's cut when it eventually goes out to home release on Blu-ray? Is that the director's cut is the version that has like Tony? I am Iron Man. Snap. And then he wakes up in the right. Soul Stone. But that's what I think the only difference would be. I dig it. Yeah. I dig it. Agreed. Moving right along then to our next article from Collider. <clears throat> um, so we got some, some fun little stuff from Kevin Feige today or earlier this week. Um, headline, Kevin Feige acknowledges that Spider-Man and Venom are, quote, likely to cross over at some point with the article by Matt Goldberg. Um, Michael Dowling, I love you. What? The, yeah, do why? you bite your thumb at us, sir, meme? I don't even do you know bite what, your thumb at me, sir? I don't even know what show or movie. I think that it's that's Lizard Lake Towing. Which what? The, the Lizard Lake meme template, but it's like the do you bite your thumb at me, sir? <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> do you quarrel, sir? Do you quarrel, sir? <laughs> I love in the, the the movie that they just watched in ninth grade where it's like the dude literally just spits on his thumb. He doesn't even bite it. Like, <laughs> and then fucking Romeo kills him. Yeah, man. Hey, you play stupid games, you get stupid prizes, man. <laughs> I, that's the <laughs> best. A bitch. That is my new favorite thing. You play stupid games, you get stupid. <laughs> well, in this case, it was death. <laughs> you played Russian roulette. And guess what? 
You got fucking shot! <laughs> dude, dude, can we please just have, have Michael Mike just off mic like, as a pet for the show? <laughs> he can be like the official mascot for Hall of Heroes from this point on. Like and subscribe. <laughs> For Mike Doling to become the official <laughs> Hall of Heroes pet. Oh, He's like the parrot that, that vloggers keep in the room that just says stupid crap all the time. Jesus Christ. Oh my god. I hate you for oh that. Okay. So Venom and Tom Holland being. Yes, the thank room. you. Thank you. So back to the article. Uh, a quote from Foggy here, he says I think it's probably up to Sony. Sony has both of those characters and has Venom in their world. I don't know what their plans are for another Venom or if they're going to do it, but it seems likely at some point. So it looks as though Feige is mostly putting... He's, he recognizes that the ball is in Sony court, and based on you know what they, what they think they're going to do, he's going to go along with it. Um, stubby. Additional... Uh- well, here's my thing. I Venom is one of my favorite Spider-Man characters. I think Venom, when handled with a certain amount of tact and self-awareness, can be a fascinating character study. Um, as I've said on the air, I think Venom is a hilarious hot mess of a movie. Did you see Venom? I did not. Okay, did you see Venom? I know you. I know you didn't. Okay. We can do whatever we wish. That was kind of fucking terrifying. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> that that was kind of scary. <laughs> come, come close to the mic and do that again. Oh, he's crawling. You, you don't need to move like Venom too. God damn. <laughs> he just golemed himself over. Here. <laughs> yeah, I did. All right. Wait. Invest in a camera, wait, please. Wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> hold on. We're we're bringing the mic to you. We can do whatever we wish. I think it was better, it was better having, the first time. I was having like, the headphones yikes. on, I'm. You need to stop. <laughs> Before a, I get some church bells and some fire. <laughs> okay, put the tongue away and stop shaking the table. Oh my god. We will eat their brains, their flesh. So good, so tasty. It's like. If the Did you see video- Venom? Yeah. Oh god. I caught it on like TV. I was like bullshitting. Like, you know. Yeah. Whoa. Was, right. was Venom was Venom CGI acted by Andy Circus because you're that was a, that was going <laughs> with some shit. Your your impersonation of Venom is a lot like my impersonation of Gollum. <laughs> Maybe it's one of the other nameless things beneath the Misty Mountains. Ooh. Who said that the symbiotes came from the stars? You just did. <laughs> anyway, yikes. Uh, anyway, um, that that was a lot. It looks like Foggy's open for a crossover. Yeah. if Sony is. I don't. But I don't want the hotness that was the I know, I know. movie to be and I feel like the MCU. It would be really difficult for me to see both of those on the same screen at the same time. Like such a dark and you know. Uh, ominous presence as Tom, Tom Hardy That's the in thing, the same though. room. It the trailers for Venom are incredibly deceptive. It is not that dark. But just his like, just he's scary. His he's face, still he's scary. A, he's a big scary dude by nature. Yeah. And I love him to death, but the lobster. Like, <laughs> no, there's a scene. Okay. So there's a scene in Venom. Spoilers for this terrible movie. Um but I love it in like a very 
like the room or the samurai cop, <laughs> but um, samurai maybe, cop was yeah. so bad. So, uh, but in that kind of way, we're like, I'm expect. Okay, so there's a scene like after Eddie bonds with the symbiote, he's like frantically trying to find his love interest character who's on a date with her new boyfriend, whatever. And he's like freaking out and he has like the venom, like the voice in his head, like, yeah. you know, it's like, you're hungry, you want to eat, you know, whatever, like trying to, and he's like saying weird shit and like the symbiote kind of like partially took over and saved them from all these goons working for the Life Foundation. And he, at one point during the movie, jumps into a lobster tank <laughs> and just, Eats a lobster raw. Nice. No symbiote or anything. And like, oh. and like they, they play. Yeah, he's not in the symbiote. It's just Eddie Brock who looks like he is tweaked like a motherfucker <laughs> who hops in a lobster tank, grabs a lobster, and just starts chomping. Nice. Oh, God. And like, but it's like trying to balance what? this like really weird body horror with. Like how did that? How did this movie get made, dude? No, you gotta watch it. It is wild. I kind of do. It is wild. There's that, and then I was telling Spencer this with like the post credit scene. Did you hear about the post credit scene? Yeah, Woody I, Harrelson I in Woody Harrelson. You talked about it. Oh, you did. Tell you me talked about, about that. it. You um, did a couple episodes ago. One of the ones I listened to. Oh, you okay? You but, did yeah. hear you that. Say, you say Woody. I'm like hey, Woody. Hey. I love me some Woody Harrelson. I do too, but what I don't love is Woody Harrelson in a Walmart Napoleon Dynamite wig, looking directly down the barrel of the camera. There's gonna be carnage. What? <laughs> I laughed so loud in the theater. Dude, I was well, sir. in stitches. Anyway, so yeah, I have mixed opinions about it. Um... So it's gonna ride till we can't no more. I'd rather them just introduce the symbiote into the yeah. I'd like them to do their own version of Venom. Um, so yeah, we're gonna do two more stories here. I'm gonna add one more that I meant to add earlier, real quick. Good improv. That is the one that just got added to the notes about um our Lord and Savior Keanu Reeves. I am going to take this next Spider-Man story because I'm on a Spider-Man hot streak at this point. So is the show. We've had three yeah. articles. All revolving around Spider-Man stuff. That's not a problem, though. Yeah. Um, so, Far From Home was getting rave reviews. Um, I saw one early screening review come out saying that this trumps Spider-Man 2 as the best live-action Spider-Man movie. And that, like, Ooh. people were saying that Homecoming was, like, on par, if not, like, half a step under Spider-Man 2, that Far From Home completely blows it out of the water. Those are bold words. Those are very bold words. And I'm very excited for it. Uh, like I said, people are consistently heaping praises upon this movie. Um, and oddly, Jake Gyllenhaal, like, across the board. I don't oddly, but, like... They all, all the tweets in this article specifically mention how good Jake Gyllenhaal was. We live in an era where we not only live to see Mysterio be the headlining, will be a headlining character. Yeah. He's the villain, but he's clearly the fucking villain. But uh, we're like, we see him as, not only is Mysterio a headlining character in a Spider-Man movie, he's being played by an A-list actor like Jake friggin' Gyllenhaal. Like, how did that happen? How did we end up in this timeline? Like it's very adjacent to the conversation you and I have frequently. We're like, 
We live in, in the era where like where little kids, kids dress as Black Panther and Doctor Strange for Halloween. Which is yeah, bad. you live we, in the world of miracles. We Honestly, do. though, Remember yeah. that? Avengers, <laughs> the age of miracles. I love you. Um, so here's You're some bonkers, the, man. You're here's not. some of the early reactions. Uh, we have Kara Warner. Hashtag Spider-Man Far From Home. What a fun, solid sequel. Tom Holland is so incredibly charming. Uh, we'll watch him in any and all things. Jake Gyllenhaal gets way more to do than expected. Clearly had a ball doing it. Still loving Zendaya as MJ. Same. Spider-Man Far From Home is the coda we needed after Endgame. A glimpse of how the world looks now that the dust has settled. I love your pun. Uh, could could maybe have gone a bit harder on Peter's emotional arc, but bursting with warmth and humor and awkward teen romance. Also, Jake Gyllenhaal, perfect casting. Absolutely love Spider-Man Far From Home. I'm a huge Mysterio fan and Gyllenhaal nails him. Also, the movie is very clever and funny and how it handles the post-Endgame, the fallout post-Endgame and explaining how this world works now. Really like Spider-Man Far From Home for reasons you can read in my review next week, but I'm convinced that Tom Holland Spider-Man can carry the MCU post Downey and Evans. Whomever hired him and John Watts should get a nice raise. Uh, and then uh, there'll be the last one. I'm trying to find the one that had the uh, big de- declaration about Spider-Man 2. I don't think it's in this one. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, here, here, this is one that's also very, uh, praise heavy. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home had the difficult task of following up two epic Avengers movies and Spider-Verse and succeeds by telling a smaller classical story about Peter Parker being caught between what he wants and what responsibility demands of him. Pure cat, in parentheses, spider-nip for Spidey fans like me. Hmm. So, I mean, I that that excites me from the gate. Like, we're from the jump saying that this is not a disappointment coming off the heels of Infinity War, coming off the heels of Endgame, coming off the heels of Into the Spider-Verse, that this is worthy of the praise that those previous entries have. So, yeah. Uh, Spencer or Travis... Whichever one of you guys want to take the Keanu story, because I forgot to add this earlier. Um, Yeah, okay. So, article from Forbes by Travis Bean, headline, Marvel wants Keanu Reeves. Who knew? Who knew? (laughs) Everybody knows. Here are five characters he could play. Interesting. You might say he's breathtaking. Yes. You're breathtaking! (laughs) The, the first line in this article is my favorite part. We are truly living in the midst of a Keanuissance. Keanuissance, yeah. Keanuissance. Okay? I but anyway, that. let's look. Uh, the possibilities, I'm really excited. I read the first name there, and I'm really excited. Namor, the Submariner. I've been waiting for Namor. There have been, like, some Easter eggs-type, you know, disturbances in the ocean that are pointing toward Namor. I am a big fan of Namor since I read like the uh, the Civil War star- stories in the comic books. He's just a cool character, cool concept. I'd love to see him as Namor. Number two, Galactus. Um, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I ever uh, never thought of Keanu Reeves as a giant space cloud. So, so uh, both Lawrence Fishburne, Fishburne, sorry, and Tom Hiddleston have recently expressed interest in playing um, Galactus. Uh, however, this is a possibility for Keanu because I don't really know why. Stubby <laughs> comments. Well, I mean. Keanu's an interesting choice because of how enigmatic he can be as a character. Me, personally, I am a fan of Keanu as Wolverine. Um, I mostly put that in there because Kevin Feige did say that they were interested in trying to get Keanu into the MCU. Um, I like the idea of him as Wolverine. I am partial to um, him as Adam Warlock, perhaps. That's number that's, three. That's the yeah. one I've seen thrown around the most. Um, I... And I've also seen a lot of people say Silver Surfer. I'm not sure what the lineup for like the fan casting going on here is. However, I did see, uh, I think it was Mitch from Comic Book Cast was saying that he would like to see Adam Driver as the Silver Surfer, which I find very interesting casting and would be all over. Well, you're all over anything Adam Driver. Much oh, yeah, like I'm, just... I'm all over anything Woody Harrelson. Yeah, just, well, they yeah. scratch a very particular itch for us. Well, I'm just saying that like a character that is so has so much going on, like Surfer, I think Driver would be a good fit. So I'm leaning either towards Adam Warlock or um, Wolverine. If you can't get Tom he... Hardy for Wolverine, I was gonna say like I don't know if I could see Keanu as Wolverine. Maybe I'm just too set on. I know I'm. I'm still too set on huge. Hugh. Like Logan was the only. I'm. I'm gonna come out here as a not X Men fan, which not to say I think X Men is bad. I've just never been into it. But Logan is the only X Men movie I've ever seen in theaters, and it is, in my opinion, by far the best. Yeah. No, that that is that is fair. Um, and like Hugh Jackman just did such such a good job. S- Oh god, I love that movie so much. But also, also the end kind of got ruined for Jeb, me bep, bep, bep. on my opening. So I have the disc sitting on that table next to my keys. I see it. of the noir version. Wait. I'm taking home to watch. You see it proper, right? No, you haven't seen Logan at all. I have it proper, but I have not seen ah, it proper. There's a lot of. Logan, <laughs> that's my favorite. Fuck you, Logan. <laughs> oh yeah, yep. she's the, just a child. <laughs> no, the the best like. Okay, minor spoiler. Um, get to hear sir. It. Wait, you actually haven't thing, seen this. Is nothing major. Oh, wow. oh, okay. You get to hear Charles I, Xavier say see. "fuck." Yeah, it's great. Multiple times. Well, we we I've already heard that. What? Don't no, I mean Patrick Stewart. Oh, yes, yeah. do it. Yeah, oh. they have it. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. You were uh, So fine. I won't. I was going to tell a story about when I saw Logan. Yeah, save it for the next time you're on. Yes, he'll just be ready know to that see it. I laughed out loud at the ending. You'll understand why that's important when you watch it. <laughs> Because I shouldn't have. But to all of the, to all of you out there who think that I'm a fake fan, here I am, co-host of a comic book podcast, and in one episode it is revealed that I did not see the Venom movie or Logan. I have a defense for Logan because as soon as the noir edition came out, I still didn't get a chance to see it. Jared had nothing but amazing things to say about 
the noir edition and i didn't want to see that movie for the first time unless it was noir and even before we started talking about logan today i yeah. saw noir on the shelf and i was like hey can i have can i like take this he's like yeah sure so it's sitting on that table with the three of you god and that animated batman picture frame <laughs> as my witness it's over there next to my keys to be watched tonight I anyway. look forward to hearing what you think of it. But yeah, one of the the uh, number four. Anyway, back to the art. Uh, yeah. The number four potential uh, character for Keanu is Moon Knight, who has been teased throughout and is getting a movie in what three years? No, he's not. He's not supposed to be getting a movie anytime soon. I Moon Knight shouldn't get a movie. First of all, he won't be. But. I, I have not heard anything about a Moon Knight it's movie. Been th- it's been thrown around as it's rumors for around. years, though. Yeah, but like, it also, all the rumors turned into, oh, he'll get a TV show whenever Netflix was doing all the dark shit it was doing with Daredevil and Net- and uh, Jessica Jones. So. That would probably be a better fit. I feel, uh, yeah, I mean, to do Moon Knight, you need to go dark. Like, those are what is one of those characters, like, to do him properly. You know, he's bat. Moon Knight is essentially Batman, but he's legitimately schizophrenic and okay with killing. That is a character you have to do on TV where you can just get down dirty and really violent. What's his name again? Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Like the moon. And yeah. A N I G H T? Yep. Hmm. He is the servant of an ancient moon god named Khonshu, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Khonshell. Khonshu. Conch. Oh, magic Conch. <laughs> Magic Conchu. What two do we kill now? <laughs> oh god. Everybody. Um, maybe that was fan made. I could have sworn I saw a release schedule that I Moon saw, Knight like, was on. I saw a possible yeah. one that I remember because like Guardians Three was the next thing on there. So hold on, that maybe was, it was like, in the Wikipedia page. Um, uh, all I remember coming was and future ooh, potential projects. That's where it was. Okay, potential projects. Moon Knight is in there as an original. It says in two thousand in January twenty seventeen, James Gunn announced that he had pitched a Moon Knight film to Marvel Studios. That's all it says. Okay. So. Yeah, I know the one. Fake I news. Fake. <laughs> you not are the enemy of the people. I am the enemy of the people. Nothing but there's not a, there's not an actual. <laughs> I'm going to invoke my inner J. Jonah Jameson and call you a menace. A menace. A menace. To New York City. Dennis yeah, the, the one menace. I saw, it was like Guardians 3. Uh, I think I saw a Wasp solo film in there. I saw at least one Fantastic Four movie. Like, it, I, I kind of just disregarded it. Okay, but, real quick, just because this has been like an ongoing conversation between Spencer and I. Okay. What is your ideal Fantastic Four cast? Oh, God, I haven't thought about this at all. <laughs> Genuinely. Because um, I have mine completely like mapped out and cast it. I, okay. I know I was saying Silver Surfer. I'd also really like Adam Driver as Doctor Doom. Now that I mm, uh, not behind. Really? Sorry, Stubby. I can't get behind you on that. I know there's like a part of me that's just like, hey, how about he just plays all of my favorite villains that's, now? What that's what has been going through my head for a very <laughs> long time. It's like, oh, you need it. You need a character. Ask Stubby what his fan cast is going to be. 50% chance is Adam Driver. <laughs> That's not entirely true. But when it comes to like a not yet cast villain who's in dire need of an amazing performance. Get, get back to me on this one anytime to think about it. I genuinely, because like I'm still 
like Fastbender would be good too. Yes, if that's he's ready to really come out of superhero retirement, that, but that I could get behind. I can always um, get behind me some Fastbender. Like I'm still like getting around the idea that we might have a watchable Fantastic Four movie. <laughs> yeah, like, well, I've I've said before, I my ideal Fantastic Four cast would be John Krasinski as Reed Richards. Emily Blunt as Sue Storm, per David I almost said Pearl Harbor. <laughs> David Pearl as <laughs> David Pearl as Ben Grimm and Zach Efron as um Johnny Storm. I really like that. I I really like uh I want Zephron in a uh, MCU movie because I really like Zephron a lot. Mm, I like Zephron a lot. I just like that term. He's grown on he, me. He always has a YouTube channel? I did not. You, you should. He just got a subscriber, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, like I said, Keanu's going to be an interesting addition to the MCU. Kevin Feige says he wants them. He's going to have them. Like, yeah. they have the money to throw at him at this point. Oh, yeah. just be like, if he says no, they'll be like, okay. Even, but how about enough that, like... In the midst of the Keanu How enough yeah. you could literally fund four hospitals? <laughs> yeah, you could... <laughs> Right? Yeah, so. we will buy you a small country, Mister Reeves, uh, um, <laughs> and dedicate it to healthcare. We'll call yeah. it Sea World. Uh, is there anything else in there, Spencer? I think that's it. Is that it? Keanu For real? Was the last story? That was it. So. All yeah. right. Well, with that, uh, thank you guys for tuning into the Hall of Heroes podcast. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed getting to hear from Travis. We're going to try to have him on as often as you possibly can. I'd be into that. Uh, if you if you regularly record on Mondays, I'm off work Mondays. And so. yeah, Spencer How and I have been... convenient. Because we try to do do back on Mondays and Spencer and I are going to try to start doing a all in one night knockout do back and Hall of Heroes and then have everything ready that week. So Travis, welcome to the hall. Uh, very excited to have you on Spencer where can the nice people find you you can find me at Spence Man Cosplays on Insta I don't have a Finsta for my cosplay page maybe I should maybe I should look into that post all maybe, kinds of I, I like I said earlier I think people would love to hear would love to see your main account with the Shaving cream I selfies. Keep that private, the, though. I know you do. I'm just saying. I think. I think it would be an interesting. It would be. It would be fun. It's. It's, it's worth. It's worth entertaining the idea. <laughs> we'll see. We'll In my see. opinion, I might re-upload them or somehow figure that out. Yeah. Onto my cosplay page, so you can just see what I did. Being cray cray. Yeah. Uh, Twitter or Instagram, Travis? Uh, working on it. Currently, I've been entertaining the idea of Instagram. Not 100 percent sold on it yet. I'm not a social media guy very much, but I am in the middle with a friend from work of trying to start my own podcast that isn't mm-hmm. – it's called the Super Hall of Superheroes and we're going to – I'm kidding. <laughs> Super Hall was, of Superheroes. I, I was about to be like, get off. <laughs> I was like, I'm deleting this out. entire episode. Yeah. The look at Spencer. Um, like, We've been bamboozled. <laughs> We've been had. <laughs> the working title is Two Dudes Talking, but we're still, work- again, working title. And it's just going to be like us. two turds talking. You know that, that conversation your aunts and uncles have around a coffee table about politics that's just bullshit? Yeah. It's yeah. going to be that. <laughs> it's going to be like that. Except- it's just, we're going to pick like a relevant social or political topic and talk about it for like an hour. 
So, you know, make us well, completely unemployable. It's too bad that you don't really have any viable topics to work with. I know. He said sarcastically. <laughs> it's going to take it's a lot a, of work. It's such a shame that we're in a state of absolute political homogeny right <laughs> now, Travis. <laughs> we literally, like, in the past two days, we've ballparked, like, four topics and we're recording them already. When did World War Three almost start? Yeah, last, last week. Ago. Was it last night? <laughs> yeah. No, it, uh, I, thought, I thought it was... Uh, Never mind. How fucked up is it that we are like casually having that conversation at this point? Like, like oh. we were able to just go, "Hey, there was almost a war this weekend." And we, oh, man. Oh. Anywho. Anyway, yeah. yeah. So, so that'll be happening in the works. I'll let you know with more deets when I have them. Uh, until then, eventually, when Twitter or Instagram go live, you will know. Awesome. But for now, and then, like I said, it'll be on this wonderful little show and mm. as often as possible you guys know that you can find me on twitter and instagram at dark jedi 2552 be sure to follow spencer on my cosplay group new regime cosplay and be sure to like and follow do, what'd you finger up oh i was hoping you'd say like and subscribe <laughs> like no like and follow uh do back discussion on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You completely threw off. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, you completely derailed me. Forget what our like and so. Oh right, don't forget to like and subscribe to have Mike Doling appear as the official Hall of Heroes pet, um, making noise and <laughs> pantomimes from the opposite end of the room. I'm glad your Pee Wee Herman impression from Do Back made its way over into this. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway. What I made a severe miscalculation by letting you just sit in the room while we recorded this show. Um, but, um, be sure to check out the other shows in the Dubeck Podcast Network. Uh, listen to Dubeck Discussion, which is the Star Wars show, uh, which, is co- which is hosted by me, the manic motherfucker sitting across from me, and Spencer and Connor Chikiti when they can make it. Uh, listen to the Gore and More podcast, which is a horror movie club podcast with all kinds of really cool interviews with people in the industry. Check out the Jerk the Curtain podcast, which Curse is a the Jerk. Did I say it? Did I say it? <laughs> no, Almost. you caught yourself. No. Uh, no? Oh god, no. I just, he said, I just no, like it. He so put much. it in my head last I week. I stuff and it throws him off so bad. I do it because it's funny to me. I hear it in my head and then I say it and it's funnier. I just, but like, I do, I do it, it involuntarily I think, all I think the time. Jared thinks that that I'm pointing out a mistake. And then that throws him off because I plant the idea. <laughs> this is where, this is where the the, the tangent about all your wrongs, wrongs will be addressed. Yes, yeah. in last episode. But anyway, <laughs> check out Kirk the Jerton. Oh God damn it! You check out Jerk, Jerk the, the Curtain, <laughs> which is a great wrestling era, a wrestling podcast. Um, and be sure to check out Down the Rabbit Hole. Which is another fun show, not dissimilar from what you were talking about, Travis. Um, I don't know that it's going to be all politics and stuff like that, but it's going to be a very fun show nonetheless, and I've been enjoying it so far. So with that, uh, be sure to tune in at the same bat time, at the same bat channel. We love you guys 3000. Take it later. Take it later. See you guys. See you guys. (laughs) This did fucking stop.
pools beneath the surface Consuming, confusing This lack of self-control I fear is never-ending Controlling, I can't seem To find myself again My walls are closing in I feel that sense of confidence I'm convinced that there's just too much pressure to take I felt this way before So my own reflection it's haunting how I can seem to find myself again my walls are closing in without a sense of confidence I'm convinced that there's just too much pressure to take I felt this way before so 